What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into the show, I want to welcome you here. It's a podcast and it is about Minecraft updates. Whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or they're just updates we're making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place. And guys, if you've been around here long enough, you know what's about to happen. We are about to kick it off with the Q&A's episode. This is one of the parts of every episode where the audience really gets to take an active role. Um, Three episodes out of the week, I kind of do my own thing. I talk about uh, news. I talk about my own speculations, my own ideas. But then Thursdays and Fridays are actually very, very special because these are audience participation episodes. Uh, Thursdays are when I look at emails that you guys have sent me. And then Fridays, of course, is when we talk about the one block challenge winners. Um, but in every episode, I give you guys center stage in the Q&A segment. So guys, hold on. Let's get into this episode's Q&A segment. And a few episodes ago, I asked you guys, what is the one thing that would make the Wandering Trader better? The Wandering Trader has been something that uh, the community has been long um, uh, not excited about (laughs) at all. The Wandering Trader just really isn't a fantastic feature in the game. And um, while they have improved it slightly, They have changed it a little bit so that it's a bit more useful to the player. You can actually get emeralds from selling items to the trader now, whereas you used to could not do that. Um, So it it is a little bit better, but I think it still could use some improvement just to make us a little bit more excited when we see this guy come around the corner with his llamas. And so you guys had a lot of ideas to share. So we'll start with Nora. Nora says, by trading exclusive items like obsidian, netherite, or diamond, they could also be way rarer to find. Rarer. Rarer. That's a hard word to say. Uh, yeah, so exclusive items. Those are, some, those are some pretty good items. Like obsidian alone would be kind of a fantastic trade um, in early game because, you know, people are looking for ways to get obsidian so that they can make their portals. Not everybody can do the speedrunner techniques of, you know, going to find a lava pool and then just, you know, water bucketing a uh, nether portal into existence. Not everybody has that skill. So some people just want to get some obsidian right off the bat. Some really great ways to get obsidian is loot chests, I have found. Um, but it can take a long time to get enough obsidian to um to actually build a portal sometimes you can get really lucky in villager blacksmith uh loot chests but um usually you don't have that that many obsidian blocks in there um so and and also it's also gate kept behind the diamond pickaxe so usually you want to have the diamond pickaxe in order to obtain obsidian by mining it um so yeah obsidian is one of those things you really want to get your hands on Pretty quickly, if you want to get to the nether and and get started with potion brewing and beacons and all that kind of thing. Um, So having it with a wandering trader as a trade, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Now, when it comes to netherite and diamonds, I think that maybe that might be stretching it a little bit. Maybe diamonds could be something 
Um, maybe diamonds could be a trade that's really, really expensive or maybe a very rare trade, but I think netherite might be stretching it a little bit. Um, netherite is very, very rare, even when you go after it organically. And so having it just be that easy to get with a wandering trader, even if it is a rare trade, I don't know if that would be really, really good for the game, but obsidian, yes, absolutely. And diamond possibly. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Michael says it could sell maps to structures or biomes. Maybe it has come there and made a map for it. I like the idea of adding a little bit of lore to the Wandering Trader because the Wandering Trader, of course, the idea, it's been wandering around. It's been traveling. It's, it's seen things. It's gone places. And uh, having maps that it's able to sell you, not a bad idea at all. I, I know that we have the cartographer villager that does have maps to, um, to different structures, and it will have even more maps in an upcoming update um, where it'll be able to sell you maps to swamps and things like that. Um, but I think that there is space for the wandering trader to have maps to maybe some other locations, maybe maps to say, oh, I don't know, a mine shaft or maps to a desert temple, something like that. I don't think that that would be too bad um, if they sort of overlapped the wandering trader and the cartographer. Maybe the wandering trader and the cartographer sort of have some sort of relationship, a business relationship, where you see the wandering trader come into a village and interact with the cartographer. Maybe they exchange maps or something, or maybe the the wandering trader in, in the lore is like telling the cartographer about a place and the cartographer makes the map for it. I don't know. That could be interesting as well. Clam says better trades like a golden apple or iron, but it could be a little more expensive. You could also add a way of doing quests for them and you could get a reward like gold or iron. Now that is something I love is the idea of doing quests. And honestly, the wandering trader would be one of the perfect NPCs for that because again, they're traveling around. They're seeing what the world is like, unlike the villagers. And so uh, the wandering trader could be, hey, I left a stash of um, supplies at this location, go there and bring it back to me and I'll give you 32 emeralds for it or something. That might be interesting. I, I, I actually like that idea a lot. T-Rex Tobes says they have way better loot like diamonds and gold for more emeralds and maybe a different currency because emeralds are hard to find. Now, having a different currency is interesting as well. Technically, we have two kinds of currencies in single-player Minecraft. We have emeralds for villagers, and we have gold, uh, or just golden items in general, for um, piglins. Uh, having a different kind of currency for wandering traders would be interesting. Um, maybe uh, it would help us unload some of our unwanted materials if that turns out to be the currency for um, the wandering trader. Maybe they like am amethyst shards. Maybe they like copper ingots. Um, there's a lot of different possibilities for this. 
Nate says having potions that you can't normally get, like haste three or luck. Now, this is something I would like to see with the Wandering Trader, especially a luck potion. Luck is interesting. It's an interesting effect in the game. You can only get it through commands, I believe. I don't think you can actually brew this potion. Um, but in order, to, it, it, what it essentially does is it, when you have the luck effect and you find a, um, you find a never before opened, uh, loot chest, it increases the chance of that loot chest having really, really good loot. Um, now if you're opening a chest that's already been opened, that all of that loot has already been generated. It's not going to affect it, but luck will have an effect on unopened, uh, loot chest and making that loot table better. I think that's a great, great um, potion to have in the game, honestly, especially if you're uh, wandering through some mine shafts like I've been doing recently. You come across a good number of loot chests and having luck potion on hand to increase your chances of getting things like golden apples or um, diamonds or even enchanted golden apples and enchanted books, things like that. I think would be worth it. And uh, I would love to see this even if it was implemented through a wandering trader trade. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for these ideas. And if you want your ideas to be read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many of those answers as I can in a future episode. And guys, even if I don't get to your answers, what you can do is just put your answer up there on the Q&A and people, other people who see the episode will see your answer. Um, there's already been some inter interesting interactions on the Q&A posts on Spotify. So go there and take part in the community. This is a great way to see other people in the community of this podcast and uh, interact with them. And speaking of interacting with other people in this community, guys, I would love to make that easier for you and open up an official Discord for this podcast, but I don't want to do this by myself. So guys, if you are at least 18 years old or older and you would like to be a moderator for an official Dig Straight Down Discord, let me know by sending me an email to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And uh, guys, I would love to build a moderator team. Once we have uh, five people who have expressed interest in being a moderator, I will uh, make all the arrangements and let you guys know when you can expect the Discord to open. Guys, I really want this to happen. So if you're interested in being a moderator and you're at least 18 years old, please send me that email and we'll get started. All right, guys, I hope you got your entries in for this week's One Block Challenge because, of course, entries are closed uh, as of yesterday. So you can expect tomorrow for me to read the winners of this week's One Block Challenge, which the theme for this week was the ocean. And I've already seen some great ideas from you guys. Um, so if you are sad that you missed out on this week's, but don't worry about that. I'm going to go ahead and announce the theme of next week's uh, one block challenge so that you can go ahead and get your ideas started. Go ahead and brainstorm and uh, send me those ideas or that idea, singular, one idea by Wednesday of next week. So next week's theme that you can go ahead and be working on is a block that can't be mined. So next week's theme for the one block challenge is a block that can't be mined. Uh, if you need a refresher on how to participate in this challenge, go to the description of this episode. All of the information is there. And guys, you can wait till next episode to hear the winners and go ahead and get started on your entry for the one block challenge for next week. 
And before we get into our main discussion, guys, I want to remind you, I have been making videos again on YouTube after a little hiatus. Uh, so if you're interested in seeing some non-commentary exploration videos with just a little bit of storytelling in there, a little bit of creepy storytelling, maybe, um, <laughs> go check out my YouTube channel and uh, make sure you're subscribed. I really, really love to hit 500 subscribers by the end of this year. That is my goal. And so guys, I would love to hit that 500 subscriber mark by the end of this year. And you can help me out by going to my channel, making sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the videos that I'm posting. And uh, yeah, let's let's hit, let's smash that goal and get, be over 500 subscribers uh, by the time we get into next year. That would be excellent. All right, without any more of that, let's get into the main discussion of this episode. And since it is Thursday, the main discussion of this episode is going to be about emails you guys have sent me. And I've got a couple here that were really, really great. And so we're going to talk about them. The first one comes in from Evie Anderson, and they write, I wanted to know if you can make an episode on owls. They would act like in Harry Potter and deliver letters from player to player. You could sign the letter and put the player's username on it and would give it to them. I think that this is a really, really cool idea. So I know that we already have messaging and chatting in the game, and I think that's fine. And even private messaging within the game, you can whisper to another player, I think. And that's a fine way to communicate from player to player. I like there's something about having a in-game feature that you can interact with and, and has personality to it. I like that idea a lot. And honestly, maybe they should do away with the whisper feature and should just implement something like this owl or maybe a raven or some sort of uh, carrier pigeon, maybe. And another thing, if they wanted to, if Mojang said, you know what, we already have that messaging feature, we don't want to do that. My suggestion would be to implement it as a way to share um, items with other players, share resources with other players. So say you have a carrier pigeon or this owl. I like the idea of an owl because that's like my favorite bird ever. Um, so let's let's say you have this owl that you tamed somehow, or maybe you find it out in the wild and it just doesn't run away from you. You are able to tie a bundle to its leg and, you, and it can carry up to one stack of an item to another player uh, simply by giving it this bundle uh, typing in the player's username, and then it flies off and uh, maybe even teleports a little bit to that player. I think that that would be super, super cool to say, hey, you know, to, to whoever you're playing with, say, hey, I've got a stack of items coming your way. And then they look up and they see coming over the horizon this, you know, big owl with a bundle in its claws. That would be amazing. So I really, really love that idea a lot. My next email here comes in from Eddie, and Eddie writes, I was thinking about a new material called platinum. Platinum would rarely replace deep slate iron ore. Platinum would only be used for aesthetics. Ooh, I like this already. One example is how you could make emblems to go on your armor. You first craft an empty emblem using a platinum. Then you right-click it, and the list of achievements you get would show up. You would select one, then the emblem would change to a filled emblem, and you could put it on your armor using a loom. The emblem would look like something to do with the achievement you selected. Can you think what else platinum could do? Eddie Schaff fell in lava while looking for a platinum to decorate 
his chest piece. I like this so much. Okay, so this this is very similar to trims, uh, I will say. So there is a way that I would implement this a little bit differently. And the way I would implement this is by being able to put emblems on your tools and weapons. So we have banners for shields. You can already customize your shields with banners. You have trims for armor, and we can just go crazy customization with trims and with banners, by the way. But we don't have anything for tools and weapons. This would be perfect for that. So I love the way that Eddie put this together as a way that's tied to the achievements you have already earned in the game. This would give you a reason to go after certain achievements, um, not only to you know have the achievement under your belt, but as a way to show it off and have a in-game representation of that achievement. Um, it doesn't have any effect on gameplay, and I really like that. It's very similar to the banners and to your trim. It doesn't have any effect on your gameplay. It is a trophy. It is a way to show off something that you've done in the game. And it's a perfect thing to bring to weapons and armor because we want a way to customize these things. Right now, if you have a very special uh, axe or, or a sword that's very special to you, um, but it's the same as every other sword or axe that is on your multiplayer server, you want a way to signify that this is a very special item to you as a player, then this would be the perfect way to do that. This would be the perfect way to differentiate, hey, this is my, um, this is the sword that I use to kill the wither. And, you know, maybe you were the first person on your server to kill the wither and you want to make this weapon a kind of legendary, uh, historic weapon for your server. And so you, you go and get a especially difficult achievement so that you can put that rare emblem onto your sword. That would be amazing. I love the storytelling potential behind this as well. So if you were to come across someone's sword, maybe you go onto an older server and you are going through somebody's chest, you know, that maybe they've gone, they left the server and this is like an old member or something. You're going through their chests and you find a, um, you find an axe and this axe is just covered with different emblems. You can say, wow, this person really did a lot in this server. And it's a sort of a way of uh, telling the history, the story of the world that you're in and the things that happened there and um, the, the story of the player who owned this item and, and did all these achievements. It's, it's such a cool thing and I love this idea so much. And I really, really want this in the game. And the idea of it being platinum as well, it's a, it's a metal. It's, it's kind of a, um, if I'm remembering correctly, platinum is a very shiny kind of silvery white metal. Um, that would be a really cool design to put on, I think, netherite stuff especially. And it would look very different depending on the material of the tool or weapon that you're putting it on. And as for positioning as well, um, I know that it would be probably very difficult to implement a way to say, I want this to be further up on the uh, blade of my sword rather than on the hilt. But maybe the placement of the emblem on your weapon or on your tool depends on how many there already are on there. And so if you have uh, an emblem already on your sword, say it's on the cross guard where your the handle meets the cross guard, um, it just puts it up on the next available space and then so on and so forth until your sword is just covered with all the emblems it can hold. And maybe there's a limit to that. Or maybe you can only put one emblem 
proper uh, piece of gear. Um, but I really like this idea. So thank you so much, Eddie. Um, it's a great idea. And I personally would love to see this in Minecraft. Well, that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Um, if you would like your ideas to be read out on an upcoming episode, send me your ideas or your questions and comments to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot, and I've been your host, Rebel JC. And until next episode, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.